All righty, folks. Welcome back to another Out of the Rough Golf Podcast. We got a U.S. Open freaking recap pod for you guys. It is Sunday after the U.S. Open. It ended, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour ago. Um, the boy Matty Fitzpatrick has taken home the U.S. Open. We got a lot we got to talk about about this week. Before we do any of that, uh, me and Ryan did, Ryan did a uh, pre-U.S. Open pod slash live golf little podcast. Uh, I want to address something. I got the uh, reporter who was murdered by the Saudi regime's name wrong. It was unintentional. Um, his name was Jamal Khashoggi. Um, just wanted to address that. Meant no disrespect to anyone affiliated. Um, but yeah, now we can get on with the podcast. Just want to get that off the table. Um, but yeah, what are y'all's thoughts, initial reactions to the uh, U.S. Open that we just witnessed? Um, firstly, uh, have to be back. Been on a bit of a hiatus. Uh, I am. I am back. Yes. On the pod. Yes. Kid is back on the pod. We're happy to be joined by him. Uh, me and Ryan have been running solo the last few or a couple. Um, but yeah, They've we're happy good, to have I've you been, back. I've, been, I've enjoyed them. You guys did a good job uh, ahead of the U.S. Open, and then I think you guys did ahead of the. Was it ahead of the PGA or post PGA? Was it recapping PGA? I think we did one before the PGA and one before the U.S. Open. So yeah. Yeah. So I missed both of those preemptively. Uh, quick uh, thoughts on that before uh, we jump into it. Fucking JT taking another PGA. Am I right? Am I fucking right? God damn, that was sick. It was very sick. He got both the hard waves. Both the hard waves. And he took down the fucking PGA. He's got two PGAs, which is like one major. But that was a real big boy fucking major that he got. That was fucking sick. It was yeah, like, Southern Hill. Hey, low key. This year is awesome major venues. Like Southern yeah, yeah. Hills was sick. The country Brooklyn club six. this week was sick. And we're going to the old course for the open. And then of course, yeah. Augusta, like a great year of major venues for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I think we can't really complain with the va- major venues. And as much as it pains me, I, I, I suppose we can't complain about the major winners. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll address it at the door right now before jumping. I'm not a Fitzy guy. I don't like Fitzy. Uh, it, it, it's not that like you sports don't like people. I'm not going to use the word hate because I don't really hate very many people. Right. But like I sports dislike Fitzy. He's not my vibe. I don't like his demeanor out there. I don't really like too much of the stuff he has to say. Um, but he he's a good golfer without question. He showed up and he played well. He got a couple champions breaks. But I thought the U.S. Open was about – Altogether, Dave, to answer your original question, I'd give this U.S. Open a, I'd give it a B minus. Um, I think it could have easily been an A given the venue. Um, I think it could have been easily a B plus if we got a little bit more drama coming down the stretch. But for the most part, I would say this is the the, the third best major of the year so far. But venue wise, awesome venue. Um, he- yeah. 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 I think we're all on the same page on that front. Um, I think the US, USGA played it a little safe, a little too safe, in my opinion, as far as watering the greens, uh, et cetera. But uh, Saturday was awesome. I guess it rained a little bit last night. I didn't get to watch too much of the morning coverage today. But w- where I really started paying attention is to when the leaders got 
just at the beginning of the back nine. Um, you know, had Father's Day shit going on, had girlfriend's sister's birthday shit going on, so I had to do stuff for that. But uh, yeah, it the course didn't seem too bad today. Obviously, the wind was down a little bit, but uh, it definitely it was drama filled. I was really excited with how it was playing out. So yeah, and I think the USGA the course did a good job of if you screwed up, you got penalized. Um, but they didn't do a, it didn't have a ton of teeth. Like you could hit a good shot and be fine. Whereas in past events, you had to hit a great shot, but we still saw if you screwed up, you made double, like there was a lot of that and it cost a lot of guys this weekend. So I don't think, yeah, made- I think, I think the setup was perfect. Like I don't necessarily like, like super narrow fairways and rough all the way up to the fairways. I like the graduated rough. I like, you know, I think this course, you know, brought a different skill set to the guys. Like it was a much more ball striking, not so much a driving and then wedging your ball onto the green U.S. Open, which we've had in the past, um, which I prefer personally. Um, I just would have liked to see the, you know, they can only get the greens running so fast. I understand that, but, uh, you know, they didn't have to water the greens like they did. Like they, you can still have them running slow and still be firm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, all in all, I would, I would tend to agree with kid. I, I would give it in the B spectrum. Um, but that's, that's not venue. I think this is the best U S open venue we've had since Shinnecock um, in my opinion. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think the venue is really sick. I mean, we've had, we've had Wingfoot, Tory, and Pebble like, yeah, yeah, no shit. It's the best one yet. <laughs> Fuck all those venues. Yeah. Well, I was the just saying loves. that. Like, I, I, yeah. and Shinnecock was the last fucking US Open that they actually, you know, got players pissed up. off at. Yeah. Which, which is what I like to see at a US Open. Yeah. I mean, it's a good indicator of the US Open not succeeding when I didn't hear a single person complaining. <laughs> I, I, I think that might be a thing of the past. I don't know that we'll have players complaining. I think they're perfectly happy sitting around the, you know what won it like a minus five yes, number. is a good winner for them the around under par is a a really respectable golf round what did hideki shoot today 65 yeah i wouldn't just completely put it to par though i mean like Wingfoot wasn't it bryson the only person who was under par and like uh-huh. people weren't complaining there it was just like it was people really- were complaining though like i remember the it was a disgrace on like thursday and friday as far as that but I'm not going to contest it. Like I, I, you might be right there. Um, The point more being is that like, it was just a far less dull challenge. Like it was just basically like, all right, you're in the rough. Here's your penalty. Like it wasn't like challenging in the way that like the guy couldn't execute the shot and it pissed him off. Like, which is like what Shinnecock was doing to people. It's like your game isn't good enough and you're getting penalized for it. Not like, Oh, you got to win the rough. You're not strong enough to get out of this. You're too far back. Take your stroke, put it back in the fairway. Like that's really dull golf. Right. I think, this venue Brookline had the opportunity, I think, to be less of that, less of Wingfoot, and more of, I wouldn't say Shinnecock, a great but test I would say of golf. It could have been just like a, a much better test of golf than Wingfoot was, and I think it was still that, but there was just so much untapped potential there that I was willing to give them kind of a, a pass on Thursday, Thursday Friday for a couple of reasons. You've got double the golfers on the golf course. A lot of them are amateurs or like not like got into open qualification, like pace of play could have been slow. 
like it would have been a nightmare like I, I get the logistical side to it there but like to to what to not be prepared for it to firm up even more and then knowing that you're getting rain last night like it just seemed like they just pulled the parachute and also knowing that they 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 were anticipating rain on saturday right like they were yeah, or was that friday it was saturday where they yeah were just- and they ended up not getting a lot but like they still watered the greens and stuff like that so it's like it's just kind of bizarre to me like you're anticipating rain so you're thinking they're going to get rain like watered regardless but was it on friday when they watered between the waves oh saturday for sure saturday which was it was like 13 green and they were dumb enough to like show that on the coverage like it there was we we can save time for the coverage because (laughs) god damn like i mean it would have gotten out regardless there's too many people you know, I know, but still, like, ground. maybe don't just focus on that when there's guys hitting golf shots all over the course. Don't. Show I mean, it. that is just the whole the whole spiel with the goddamn broadcast. There's tons of shots getting hit, and they're not they're not showing any of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, we're all yelling into a fucking corner too that they don't hear us. They don't care, but we don't have to oh, go. I, I, I'm right. telling you, they're hearing it. There's so many people complaining about this year's broadcast. Like yeah. the, the amount of commercial load, how little they showed golf shots, how often they were showing just like some pre-run segment on the history of the U.S. Open with the Francie we met story. Like, holy but, shit, the number of times. That but we also saw look how good, golf. look how good it can be. Shout out to Rolex for providing commercial free for the last hour. Like, right. We were all invested. Exactly. You don't have to do very we were much. Saying how, we were saying how sick, it, or at least I was saying how sick it was with the chef. Zal Torres, yeah. fucking Fitzy going down at the end. Like, I mean, it's awesome. compelling, compelling shit. But it, when you get when you break it up, fucking with so many goddamn commercials, and it's like you see three golf shots, and yeah, I, I, we don't have to go into the broadcast right now. I, know. I feel like, like we, that's just what we're doing. But no, we can Let's just drive by it now because there's not much more to say other than they played way too many commercials considering they got this contract from Fox at a heavy discount, like 66 to 70% off their, their price. And they managed to put more commercials into it. Like it's, it's bizarre to think. And then they're already monetizing it more with Peacock. And then you have this entire jumping around session between USA and this to bolster its ratings across the portfolio. Like Comcast can fucking like just. Yeah. The fact that they have the fact that they put it on Peacock and they have the golf channel is just a disgrace. Like, You yeah. can literally put it on Golf Channel. I understand that there's an LPGA event and other events going on, but it's the fucking US Open, you know, right. like or just leave it on USA. Like, sorry, yeah. people are going to get their NCIS reruns. Like, like exactly. what are we what are we doing? They can go on Peacock and watch it. Yeah, well, let's just chalk that up to like broadcast deals. Then it goes to NBC in some fashion. You can put it on fucking Golf Channel, but no, you're trying to drive those fucking viewers, those random viewers from USA to buy Peacock for $20 or whatever it is to watch it's the fucking peacock. US Open for an hour and a half and then it goes to fucking NBC Sports. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it is. And then just generally the amount of graphics that they got wrong, like the amount of missed scores, wrong numbers, wrong hole numbers, shitty graphics, like just tons of things that were just so poorly done. Like even the smallest nuances, like why was on the lower right-hand corner leaderboard, why was every number in red, even if it was above par? That's like a new that's thing. A I don't understand that. Red it's red always red. been the same color as the scoreboard, except for people under par are red. Like, I don't, 
I don't it was get why that was changed. They were doing red, white, and blue. The scoreboard was blue. The numbers they could still do blue. The, they could still do the same that the red, white, and blue theme. Just don't make everyone red unless they're under par. It's real simple. I real get simple it. Stuff we're but talking then about. Then they would, and then on the whenever they do like their little bumper like graphic of what showed up on screen, they would sometimes do it properly and sometimes not. Like it was just all over the place. Like it seemed like they just had like some interns running the graphics for the entire U.S. Open. Yeah. The thing that was by far the most upsetting to me, and maybe this isn't annoying to anyone else, was the amount of USGA commercials that we saw. Like, that can't be driving revenue. I, I don't know how much they're making off getting people to download the Gin app. But I was like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? I don't need to see this commercial 20 times today. Uh, yeah, just- I think those are normally when they don't sell the ad spot. And they right. have like the space for it. So they're pumping their own agenda. Like right. the ones, the USGA organization ones aren't as bad for me. Like I hate that they're showing or, like commercials for themselves. That sucks. But like, it's when they're doing commercials for the US Open on the channel that you're watching right. the US Open. <laughs> like, yeah. why is that not playing on a different network's commercial where they could come and watch it on yours? Like, I, well, I don't that, understand. That, that costs sense. money. Yeah, it's like you free. said, they're filling they're filling an ad spot they didn't fucking sell, so they put a U.S. Open one in there, and the other other channels or other networks are going to cost them money to advertise. So why would why would they do that? That makes no so sense. It's just another unsold spot. They're like, well, <laughs> we made this commercial for to run during the Masters, and we have this commercial, and there's a spot that's not paid for, so just throw it in here. They uh, should just chalk know. that up to more golf being shown. Like, Yeah, right. What if they showed golf shots at the U.S. Open? I that's mean, that's what we would logically like them to do, but that's obviously, they're like, well, we can Listen, get a little I know, more exposure for our app. I know we're talk, we wanted to keep live golf small, but when you have a competitor with the backing that they do, and they're showing a commercial-free product, they're going to have to figure something out. Like they're going to have to bigger names are going. It's going to become a compelling fucking something like it's it's the, here the for a while. With, the issue of using that as a comparison is that it pretends that they're operating with the same constraints. Right. Like this isn't comp- like this isn't a professional golf media competitor. This is someone who decided to throw an infinite amount of money at it. And that they don't have to operate by the same market dynamics that I, everyone else I does. Complete, listen, I completely understand that. But the fact of the matter is it is still a competitor that they're going to have to compete against. With that being said, they can still, like, they didn't have to show those U.S. Open commercials. Like, they have things that they can do to cut down on the commercial load. I'm sure there's enough people to figure out, hey, let's watermark this segment or this hole or something like there's ways to get around it. I'm sure there's ways to negotiate things like they're going to have to do something is all I'm saying. I understand that. I truly truly don't think you can. I truly don't think you can, because here's the issue is that the U.S. Open had their largest prize purse in the history of it. They jumped up a significant amount to compete with the same number of dollars being given to other people, other places. Right. And to offset the fact that they want to remain competitive and seem prestige from everything else. So as they increase, they increase these purses and the costs keep getting larger and larger with these sorts of things, like you have nothing else you can resort to other than advertisers. Oh, There's no other way I to generate that, money unless you have oil showing, in your backyard. You just said they were showing commercials for the USGA and the US Open that they didn't have to be showing because that's so, their only real, that's their only remaining avenue to make money that the, basically they have to get people but to they're use not making app. money from them yes they are when you download the gin app there's advertisements on the gin app you get usership and paying for the gin subscription that's how they make money 
you really think that that is gonna make a dent in it's any the of only that? option they have left when they didn't sell the ad spot it's more than zero it, it somebody in an agency could tell you that well it's- i i i would argue that that's not making a difference sure it might make a tiny bit of a dent but what i'm saying is that they're like look at how many people are complaining about it i think it's more worth putting out a better product and keeping people engaged in your product than it is that you know whatever Half a, a lot of what the USJ does again. as well is they yeah. get grants. They get grants or donations from large organizations or governments to a degree to be able to fund their local municipal initiatives on the grassroots the real, level. If they keep and, hold on, and when they keep doing that stuff and they advertise what they're doing in these local communities, that's a way of sourcing fundraising income for their organization across the board too. So there's other levels to it. They just they can't operate in the same conventions as Live does. It's not a fair comparison. But it, it has to be compared, right? Like you say it's not a fair comparison and that's fine to say that. But the, the fact of the matter is it's still a competitor that they're going to have to compete against. It not, not really in the sense that like someone who's trying to f- start up a private security service doesn't compete against the US government's defense pu- budget. It's not possible. It's not possible. Right, well, the, the reality is eventually they'll have to worry about it. Right now they don't live like i think that that's such a bad thing to say that they should have been worrying about this fucking six months ago like we were talking about in the last podcast right but what i'm saying is that the live and it's not even the usga they have to worry about fucking just a few tournaments a year right it's really the pga tour that it's not the usga like that this is where we're gonna get into a deeper rabbit hole because i'm just talking about the usga yeah and the PGA Tour has a different saddle of issues that prevent them from being able to do well, this Well, the PGA too. Tour is the real thing. Like the USGA, fine. Like that's all good and dandy. They're going to have the US Open. They're going to have the USAM. They're going to have all the ladies events and the amateur events. Like they're going to be fine. It's really the PGA Tour that has to worry about it. And we don't have to go down this rabbit hole. But it's just, it's just something that, you know, they are a competitor. They are something to be worried about. That's just the fact of the matter. It, whether it's fair or not, whether you can compare them or not. Yeah. It, yes. Uh, I think that they the P, will. The PGA to tour is a different conversation than what the USGA and the US Open does once a year with this particular event, with how expensive the. Okay. We can table it for now <laughs> with Liv. I have a se- separate set of points of why the PGA tour is fucked on a lot of different levels. Yeah. But... <laughs> Should we, uh, should we talk about the golf from this weekend? Yeah, let's well, get in. I'm glad we started with the course, though, because I think the course was a standout star. It just didn't get set up as well as it could have. Like, I, I think we would have gotten, you know, potentially even a much better major, like, entertainment product and, like, performance out of the course, given enough, you know, tweaking in the right direction. But right. I, would, I would clear the way for Dave to speak to, to the, the guy who we should start with, who is the winner of the U.S. Open. Yeah, we can talk talk about Matty Fitz. Um, you know, I'm not like a diehard Matty Fitz guy or anything like that. I've been riding for him this year just because I think he's made a significant stride or significant strides in his game. Um, <laughs> you know, he's he's gotten a lot more club head speed. Um, he he's just been you know he's one of those guys that you know he kind of excels in harder conditions and that's kind of what majors bring to the table. And it it seemed like it was just bound to happen. And whenever you hear how he won the USAM here and that the U S open was coming here, it just, 
it seemed like it was a story written in stone that it was meant to be that it was meant to happen and uh i mean i had confidence in him going into the tournament i put a little bit of denominations down on him ended up paying off for me um and you know i, I i'm stoked i'm stoked to see him win uh he hasn't won a pga tour event he hasn't won on american soil um and what better tournament to win than the u.s open on american soil at a historic venue like the country club at brookline uh i i thought he played lights out i think he stayed within himself played very you know you know smart um just composed golf the entire week um that fucking bunker shot on on uh 18 was it 18 yeah it, it was, was on 18 that was a big boy bunker golf. shot on 18 was just fucking put your nuts on the table golf shot um i was definitely had my heart racing before he hit that shot uh but yeah uh i'm, I'm stoked to see him get it um there are a lot of guys on this leaderboard that i would have been stoked to see them win um but uh I, I, you know it helps that i won some money but even at the PGA, I told kid that I thought Fitzy was going to get it done on Sunday at the PGA. You know, he ended up not doing it there. Um, had a pretty bad Sunday. You know, he admitted that himself. Um, but to see him bounce back and get it done here is uh, is cool. Yeah. Like you said, that was a big boy golf shot he hit on the bunker of 18. You could argue that he shouldn't have let himself get there. Um, but he hit the golf ball so freaking well all week. I mean, he was striping it. I, uh, I'm definitely not a Fitzy fan, but he hit some golf shots. A couple putts dropped when he made the birdie on 13. I was like, yeah, oh, that, that fucking like 48 footer or 50 footer. It was a long one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know yeah. how long, it was, but it was too long to where I was feeling good. He was making a par. Um, I should say I had money on Scheffler. And he put that ball in the bunker and I was like, we're good. Maybe we got this. Like we're, we're fine. And you, and he, you thought he got that with the Fitzy going in the bunker, not that Willie Z like could have buried and won it. I was never scared of Willie Z. <laughs> I did not. He, he was literally like a quarter of an inch from being in a playoff. Listen, yeah. I was scared of Willie Z fucking from the very first tee. Like that guy looked like he had a mission. Like his eyes looked like he was well, on he a mission. He started off pretty shaky. <laughs> Yeah, but he he stayed composed the whole fucking time. Like he was on a goddamn mission. Like the last four yeah. holes of the front nine, he birdied uh, yeah. three of them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I I have a lot of I, I want to talk Willie Z, but I think we should give Matthew Fitz his uh, his flowers first. If y'all have more to say on him, he 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 validated his shitting the bed at Southern Hills. He, yeah. He absolutely shit all over himself at Southern Hills. Didn't rise to the moment. And I expected the same thing to happen this week. He had never won on the PGA Tour. He had no reason to show that he was going to win it to here today. And he started off, he began getting shaken in the front nine a little bit. I'm like, oh, here we go. So you put nothing into him like playing well at hard venues. Like you didn't think he would have a chance here at Southern Hills. It's not about his performance. It's about how he handles the pressure. He clearly couldn't handle the pressure at Southern Hills. He literally you, just shit the bed. But you didn't think like you didn't think he would even be in the mix like come the weekend like that wasn't in your thought that thoughts i didn't think he was going to be able to do it on sunday is what i what i meant by it 
I don't, I don't even know what I said to you or when I said it to you. I never said he, I don't think he's going to be a factor on the weekend. I just said, I well, don't, you I said don't... coming into this, like I never put, like you didn't really put any credit into him or anything like that. Like you, it wasn't a name or something that stood out to you. No, I never, I never thought of him as being the person at the end of the tournament who's going to be raising the trophy. I, I thought of, I, I thought of him as just as relevant as Keegan Bradley. Like I, he just, he wasn't going to do it today. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy head. to me because he just has his stats and everything have shown that he, he, you know, he, he really plays well at harder, harder courses. Like it just hasn't panned out for, but the he's guy. never done it until today. He's never I, won. I at understand those that. I, I get that, but he plays well, playing well at harder courses. And then there's, fucking stepping up and hitting a tee shot on 18 with the lead in a major like that's and too pulling scary. into a bunker and getting a lucky break in it yeah like <laughs> and then hitting a, a really fucking good shot yeah, yeah the second shot was good the second yeah. shot was really good and you have all the pressure of if i don't hit this well like i'm probably going into a playoff if not losing this this major championship there's Look, no, no doubt, question. Yeah. That's like I said. I started this podcast by saying, like, all due credit to Fitzy for getting it done and proving me wrong. Like, I, 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 uh, not, he, he doesn't do it for me, but you know, I, at the end uh, of the day, he won it. I, uh, I don't remember who I was saying it to, but uh, it was someone recently. I, I, uh, I think Fitzy was a a very late broom, bloomer for puberty. Like, I think, I, I think <laughs> this, sure this like past few couple years, like he's coming, like he's coming into his own, like he might be working out more or something, but I think he's like, I don't, I don't think it's puberty, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's something, dude. It's I something. Because he's like, what, like 29? <laughs> nah, he's probably, he's not, he's, yeah, he's, he's not like that old, but. But no, I mean, he, I mean, the broadcast. He's 27. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and they made sure to let us know that he's added distance this year and that he's getting there. Look, the kid stripes the golf ball. Um, for me, I had a hard time I, thinking anybody's first tour win is going to be a major is not something that I would bet on. That would have uh, been the same thing with the Zalatoris, though. At why I did not bet on Zalatoris. He, he was saying chef. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought Chef too. When 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 Matthew Fitz was standing on fifteen, I'm like, I still got Chef. Like, yeah. right, actually, after he had, can we seven. talk about fifteen? Can we talk about how fucking crazy that was? That he fucking blew it right, got into the the down pack with the spectators, which happens all the time. And, and then, then Zalator, hit an hold, hold on, hold, shot. hold on, hold on. And then Zalator strikes it down the middle and just catches the right rough and gets boned. Like one drive way better than the other one. And then he gets boned. The other guy's fine. Yeah. And then that it's a two shot swing. Yeah. I mean, you could talk all day about shit like that. Like all the TIO and shit on 18 fucking Rory's thing out of the bush with fucking 10 club lengths and shit. Like I did not see what you're talking about Rory. I don't know that story. That sounds interesting. Was it Porath or, or Kyle Porter or someone posted a picture of Rory. He's like, (laughs) it was like, just your normal drop or something like that. And it's Rory like fucking in the bushes. Like, yeah, you should totally be able to get fucking relief from this. It's like clearly like a horrible shot. And he's going to ha- be like, have a fine shot after it. Yeah. Cause he's saying like uh TV tower is impeding. Yeah. The temporary immovable in his, line. Is, like, in his yeah. line. Yeah. I wish that I played but, like he could never, punch. ever make a good swing where his ball is. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. But but that you have to punch outside. Would your ball be able to get to where that fucking TV tower is in your way? Probably not. So should that be a drop? I don't know. I don't. 
necessarily think so. But so that's kind of interesting. Uh, y'all stop me if we don't want to go down this. JT had his, he didn't take a drop with the sprinkler. Yeah, like, he couldn't. It was a dra- in, the drain. He called in the rules official. They just well, wouldn't let him. He well, no, that's not that's not what happened. That's not what happened. What happened was basically they asked, would this drain impact the like your swing? Like as it's coming through, like could you possibly hit it? He said he's like, probably not, is what he said. But a lot of guys could have went and said, I'm gonna do a hard cut, I'm gonna come across from the outside, and I might hit the on the follow-through, like which could have been technically possible if you're trying to do like a hard slice into the flat. Well, then you're which, then you're and, committed oh, oh, to oh, having oh, oh. to hit a having to hit a cut. No, you don't have to. You don't have to hit that shot. I know, but like if if you don't hit a cut after that, it's like okay, that guy's fucking a cheat. Well, it, his point was just that a lot of guys would have sold that story, and like I'm thinking of Brooks uh, a year ago when the rules official was asking no, him, do you, "Are no, you talking about the Ryder that's, Cup?" That's a, because that's, a, that's a, no. Good, why do you Brooks, shoot yourself in the foot like this, Ryan? Why do you do this? Brooks deserves that. He hits that, that drainage thing in his follow through. He did exactly what he said he'd do. He's like, "You're lucky it didn't hurt my wrist." Is this the scenario where he said, "Have you seen me swing a golf club?" Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Um, yeah, he Brooks should have gotten that drop. Like, there's yes, no doubt that rules official had no idea what he was talking about. Okay, but Brooks was a douche about the situation. My point sure, was sure, but the bottom douche. line was that he was fi- like, the bottom line was that Brooks was right in that situation. And JT said the honest, like, yeah, that's not going to obstruct my swing. And he had to take probably won't. Swing. And as a result, he had like a shitty, like side hill lie going to the dra- the drainage ditch. And he had a hard time hitting it and yeah. he didn't get the shot. He wanted. And then when he was walked off, pissed off, which happens, he's just like, he's like, and everyone else would have taken that relief. They would have taken advantage of it. It's like, well, then you should have done it too. You like the whole it. thing is like, you can't complain about it after you didn't take it just because you didn't like the result. Like yeah. I would have had no problem with him like being like, Hey, there's a chance I hit this on my follow through if I'm like trying to cut this and then he gets the drop and like, you just do like a baby cut in there. Like, like, yeah. not, like, or you just like, I fucked up. Like, or like, you could be like, well, listen, when the ball dropped, it made a better draw line for me. I don't know what to tell you. Like the right. lie, the lie I after I dropped, asked like, for a draw. It just started looking like a draw after I dropped. <laughs> There's no way the rules official comes back in. Like, excuse me, you said it was a cut. You drew that ball, so we're gonna have you come back. Yeah, like I fucked up, dude. I hit it wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I double cross for a reason. I don't know what to tell you. Double cross like to two feet, just weird. Yeah, dude. sorry, but yeah, that I mean. The, he was out of contention at that point, but I understand like his, like his, well, he wasn't out of contention. It was like Saturday, but the, yeah, the whole, the whole thing is I just, it kind of boned him. It just kind of snowballed him out of control, but the whole thing with like the TIO TIO fucking sucks. Like it's so fucking annoying. Like if you hit it somewhere where TIO is in the way, it's like, that's your penalty. Like that thing, that's right. your issue. Like you yeah. got to work around that. Like, like, obviously, if you're up against it, like, you should get a club length to be able to hit the ball. But, like, you shouldn't be getting these fucking 40, 50-yard fucking reliefs. Right. But, yeah, like, if it's blocking If there's holes that are, like, TIO comes into play, like, there should be, like, a designated drop zone or something like that. What there is in all- some circumstances, but... I just don't like the fact that these guys can use TIO to like take advantage of holes on purpose. No, they get relief. And then two, they use it like as a backstop too. So it's like, fuck all of that. And then you get to get the relief. Like it's so annoying. Like nobody else in the world plays golf that way. Right. That's what I was going to say is what about like red staking the grandstands? Cause like, obviously if you hit the grandstand 10 yards behind the green, like 
you were going to finish 30 yards back or 20. I, I don't know. The, the excuse they're going to make is that those grandstands aren't there when the course is playing its normal way. Is that like, those are, that's usually rough that you can play out of. Like that's their whole right. point. It's like you gave our target area small. It's like, well, you're also a professional golfer. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's my deal is that that should never be in your target area. Your target area should be on the green. And, and that's, know. that's up to the powers that be. That's up to the USGA. That's up to the RNA. That's up to all of them to fucking change that shit. We can't do anything about it. We can say that it's fucking trash and we don't like it, but we can't get any. Further. That's why it comes back to the thing with Rory too. Is that like, if he hit a perfect shot, he's hitting the TV tower. It's like his whole point. If he hits a perfect shot, punching out of the bush, but he's hitting dude, the TV tower. Did you have you seen that that photo, kid? Where he was? Uh, nah, not really. There's there's no way. There's no way he was getting. He was gonna get it there. Like it was in a bush, dude. I guess the oh, there's no that. way he's hitting a five wood or whatever he was planning on hitting like out of that that bush it was cal porter brennan porath someone like that yeah i guess his argument is look if, even if there's a one percent chance that i hit this ball great and it hits that tv tower like that's one percent too many because that's the way the rule works right yeah i mean he's using the rules to his, his advantage yeah. and it's a major championship like I get that to a degree. I just think that the rules should be changed. And if he's allowed to do that, then he's allowed to do that. You know, it's the same thing with the fucking broomstick putters. I don't think they should be allowed, but they're allowed to use them right now. So like they're working within the rules and I can't do anything about it. Sorry. I'm scrolling, trying to find this thing. (laughs) Is is your broomstick putter hate just because it feels like it's a, an anchored putter or why? I I don't know. I don't like it because they get so close to their chest. And a lot of times I truly believe they are like anchoring. They're 80%. Like their thumb, their thumb is like touching their shirt and they can like have that feel and they're, they're anchoring. It's a workaround anchor. And I also don't, and I also think the forearm putters are, are a form of anchoring. They're like anchoring that into their forearm. So like, I don't like those either. Like the one Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. And I get they're working within the rules. Like a shaft can be 48 or 46 inches long. And as long as it's in that range, that's fine. Like coming from a guy that uses seven iron length, six, five, and four iron. Like, you know, I, you know, you could, you could argue, you know, you do that, you shorten your long irons. That shouldn't be allowed, you know, but I found the picture. Um, I can't really tell, like, where his ball is because it's like in thicker stuff but he's looking at his ball well then i i think he could get a swing on it like he could get a swing on it but that's not getting to the tv tower i'll tell you that much that's thick as fuck where did you find the picture kid is on twitter it's on kyle porter's uh twitter but i can share the link in the zoom chat um Anyway, I, I look, I, <laughs> I I don't know if there was a chance of him getting it there and hitting it with like a like a really punched out like four iron or something like that. I have no idea. Like at the end of the day, like professional golfers are who they are for a reason. Um, but I, I'm not going to spend much more time belaboring it. Um, but yeah, do we have any, in general is fucking annoying. Do we have any other general flowers we want to throw at the at Fitzy before we start going down the leaderboard? Um, is this the first time someone with braces has won the U.S. Open? Probably. Certainly. 
I, I very, I, I don't want to make jokes about Maddie Fitz because I have like 11, but he probably has 11. some fine money. Let now. him, let him loose, man. Like yeah, you, whatever, man. You got jokes. Oh, fine. Uh, Choose I just, your favorite. Yeah, eh, man. There's a bunch. I would just Listen, say he's just trying. He's an English man trying to make a smile better, dude. You can't, know. you know, he, he, he got some money in his bank account and he's like, dude, I'm, I'm going to fix these, this grill. He's going to Invisalign now, bro. Three point something million. He's going to have Invisalign. <laughs> I think and, braces uh, do a better job quicker. That's probably why he's doing it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm pro Invisalign. And it doesn't give you a lisp. Yeah, that's true. That is a struggle. Um, I just thought it was fitting that, you know, most guys have their wives greet them on on the green after they win and he had his mom come give him a hug that felt and like- his brother and his dad his family uh, like- are you hating this guy for being single <laughs> Dude, <laughs> sounds he, like it these braces sketchers zinc's fucking sunscreen the, the sketchers is a tough look for sure he, he's just like the least cool guy on tour and good for him for getting it done but it just it, he's less cool than bryson definitely and that's saying something. Let's yeah, they're neck and neck. Reed. But two guys who are no longer on tour. I was gonna say. <laughs> um, uh, the I, I I got Fitzy's got a fucking solid game, man. Like to me, his biggest thing holding him back was his mental. He seemed to wilt a lot in the moment. I didn't think it was a coincidence that uh. He couldn't get it done up until this point on the PGA Tour. So, you know, props to him getting it done at a uh, at a big event with some big big dogs hunting him down. Uh, moving on from there. Uh, One thing I wanted to give him props for. I'm sorry, real quick. Did y'all hear what he said about Jack um, after he yeah. won? I thought that was really cool that he won at the Bear Course, and Jack said, "Hey, it's about time you won in the states." And he said, "Jack, I'm coming back for you. I got one here now for real." He I won at a member member at a country. Member member at the like, club. Yeah, like it wasn't like a PGA tour event or anything yeah. like that. So Jack yeah. was giving him a hard time and he got to give him back on Jack. Is I thought that was good. Anyone taking a shot at Jack is good in my book. So that increased a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> You're gonna have to take that up with Barbara. Yeah. Barbara! Barbara being mean to me, Barbara. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to Fitzy. Um you know, let's let's move down the leaderboard a little bit. Willie Z, two two back to back majors. He's run down a couple at the Masters, gotten close. Like he hasn't won the PGA two, Tour. Two second places in the last two majors. Yeah, yeah, and one almost got into another playoff. <laughs> yeah, that putt looked really good for a long time too on eighteen. His and Scotty's. Scotty's was looking pretty good too. Yeah, they did. So I, I want to talk on Zalatoris. Do y'all think he has the Brooks gene? What is it about him that he plays so well in majors? He's a ball striker's ball striker. That's what it, it really what that's really what it comes down to is that like hit majors are going to demand good ball striking and the yeah. greens are going to be so difficult that like it starts equalizing putting to a degree. Is that like if you're not super confident with your putting, then like everyone's going to be defensive with a lot of them and most of them are not going to drop. People are two putting and three putting more at majors than they are making one putt. So like major venue putting usually brings the field together in strokes game putting. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense. Cause yeah, I think they said 
what, 198 uh, on strokes gained putting between four and eight feet. And like, he has a lot of those because he's such a good ball striker. So I just thought it was interesting that we only really hear his name at majors. Uh, he hasn't really done anything. Well, and he's, he's not that bad from mid range. So it's like a lot of people, it's hard to get close to pins at majors, except for kind of this venue. I, the amount of times I watch the ball back up on greens for this major. You also got it. It's kind of a flawed thing because guys that aren't hitting as much greens are chipping, chipping and then putting from closer. So like when Willie Z is hitting a ton of greens and he's having a lot of longer putts, like most likely those aren't going in. So it's going to bring his putting down. That, yeah. that stat, though, was from four to eight feet, which, like, I imagine most people that are missing greens and chipping are in the four to eight foot range. Okay, that's kind of Dave's point, though, too, is that, like, or at least this is what I would, you know, tack on to Dave's point is that he's likely hitting, you know, eight, you know, four to eight or eight to 12 feet from his approach shots, not from chipping. And when you're chipping, you're probably trying to miss to the low side if you're not going for it. For so when you're approaching, you're just trying to get it close to the green as, as best you can or close to the pin as you can. Not really thinking about if you're above the hole or side hole or have a bleeder, yeah. which like strokes gain doesn't actually account for, like the difficulty of the putt. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and those guys have <clears throat> the importance of a par putt is huge for those guys, you know, so that makes sense. Yeah, so Willie, Willie Z just constantly being a presence at majors. One thing I will say about Willie Z that I really like are those fucking sawed off follow through wedge shots he hits. Like it's almost like he doesn't even get to halfway through his follow through and it just stops, and they just are awesome. I I would love to have that shot, but you know that type of shot in my bag. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't. The other guy T two for this event, the chef. Guys, the chef, man, what is what a year, what a season the chef has happened, man. He is playing some fucking golf. He was fucking knocking on the door of two majors in one year, man. Yeah. And he he's another guy that had a bad Sunday at Southern Hills because he was in the mix. Oh, for sure. He, he well, missed the cut at his favorite course in the world. Oh, yeah. 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 That, never mind. I'm completely wrong. No. That. He did miss the cut. Yeah, he did miss the cut. It, I think he had a really bad Friday. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but that's that's on me. I fucked that one up. <laughs> it's so, okay. You're just trying to wash that memory from your mind. He's on your team. He's in your Wolfpack. Yeah. You just don't want to remember. Speaking of Wolfpacks, I do have an announcement for my Wolfpack that will be coming up. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, dude, this right. Jeff, he, he's kind of the most consistent it is crazy how good of golf he's playing this year like it's unreal i i think his peak right now is higher than what we saw rom and morikawa get to of just like you should pick this guy to win every single event he plays in it's unreal yeah i mean yeah. there it's hard to say anything bad about the chef this season i mean the guy's got four wins. Three of them were back-to-back, one of them being a major fucking uh, match play win. Bay Hill, both, you know, Waste Management, Augusta, they're all pretty pretty awesome uh, tournaments to win. Yeah. So uh, I think I think he's he – I mean, if he does this, nothing this go- for the rest of the year, he's still golfer of the year. Like, if he does nothing and for the rest of the year, he's I'm still I'm sure this year. one hurt. Like, I, I know he wanted to win this. I know he wanted two majors in the bag in one year. 
instead of going down as player of the year, it's going down as one of the best years ever type of situation. Easy. Um, he missed the cut at Southern Hills. It's not going to be the best. Yeah, but year two ever. majors, five wins, like speed one there. over five times, two majors and a runner up and a third in majors. Okay, I, I'm I'm just saying like that's regarded as one of the best years to do it. Like he would be up there in the conversation in those the like the gears like that. I, I wouldn't even. But Speed's year probably isn't even in like the top ten with how like all golf history. Like you take all the Jack and Tiger and Hogan and Arnie years. Like there's just some insane fucking years, man. There there are some stupid. I mean, Tiger has like six different years where he has just won like nine times in three majors. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it would have been an all-time year, Dave. I, I don't disagree. It, it would have been really incredible. That's what I'm it, saying. I think it would have gone down in, as one of the best years, especially in the recent history of golf when I've been paying attention to. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think we all are big Chef fans here. I think he played an unreal tournament. It was good to see him, you know, show up at another major. Um, he's another guy that just plays well at difficult golf courses. Um you know, Southern Hills being one thing, I think he, you know, the pressure was maybe amounting to him. And low key, Chef's got a temper on him, dude. He got a little feisty. He got I, feisty at Southern Hills. Feisty. He got feisty this week at fucking the country club, fucking hucking, pounding sand traps and shit like that. Like, low key, the chef, the chef's got a little bit of ROM in him. You know, <laughs> the thing is that you just want to make sure it's coming from the right place out of like passion and like wanting to be great versus like being pouty and bitchy and mopey, which is well, like two I, different I, things. I, I definitely think it's coming from the right place. He wants to I, fucking win. You know, he I, wants to I, do well. I do too. And that like comes back to like, this is always cause I'm circling back to just give props to Rory, but <laughs> um, like he was in obviously like charging. He was leading at the time, like in the first round, he like takes swings at the bunker on whatever hole that is like, it was already fucked up. Is like, that's fire that I don't normally see from Roy. Who's apathetic all the time. Like it was stoked. I was stoked to see that <coughs> same thing for the chef is like, I need to see that you care. Cause I, I like that a lot more than seeing like just <coughs> even keel Brooks, not giving a shit the entire time while winning four majors. It's like, that doesn't do it for me, man. I want you to love golf. And like, I don't believe you when you don't show any emotion out there. Like right. Rory that, and that chef attacking a bunker is very different than Sergio attacking a bunker when like, he's like losing by like seven strokes. Right. Like it's, it's a different thing. It's pouty mopey itself. It's just, it's just not the same. There's his self. The Saudis like, did forgive him. I mean, he's playing on their tour now. So it's water under the bridge. It might've been leverage. Honestly, it's like, you remember what you did to our bunker? <laughs> don't come and play for us. Yeah. You look <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I like seeing that from Scotty. I, I like where I see it from him too. And he seems to kind of mitigate it, you know, he nips it in the butt. Like it's, I, I mean, I feel like it, ha it, it never came out until he like kind of was proven like to be a baller, right. One on tour several times. And now we're just starting to see like, he feels like he's does earned he, his he, ability to be angry out there. I don't necessarily, it, it might be that to a degree. And it also might be like, you know, he feels like he, he knows he can win these tournaments and now he feels not necessarily a pressure, but like he's putting that, that weight of winning on his shoulders more now because he's like, I can do it. I've done it four times now. Like, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. So I, you know, 
he he's no longer like happy to be there. He expects to execute in those situations. Uh-huh. Type of deal. Which is, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It breeds a lot of confidence and good play. And at the same time, it it's more to handle with, you know? Yeah. It comes back to that quote that we've been using a lot recently, which is just like when you're young and naive, you have, you know, you have a lot you can do because you don't know, you don't have that scar tissue up. But when you've been along long, long enough, you lose that innocence. So it's that was a yep. quote that I use all the time, kid, for sure. Well, no, it was like the Padre Carrington quote that we had been talking about. Like, not that we use it all the time, but we've referenced it quite a few times. Yeah. Is that like over time, like you lose your innocence and all of a sudden you have all this scar tissue and it's hard to get away with. But yeah, yeah Scotty Chef and Willie Z tie for second. Hideki, fucking low round of the, it was the low round of the tournament today? I'm pretty yeah, sure 65. it was low, low round of the tournament. By like two strokes, right? I don't think anybody broke. No, I think 66. No, there was a 66. Hadwin shot 66, and I think someone else shot a 66 on Friday. And okay. the end yesterday, right? Someone saw, shot 66 on Saturday in the hard conditions. It might have been a 67. Did, didn't Raw or fuck. No. 67s. No. Alator saw a 67 yesterday. Yeah, there, there were a couple 67s. I didn't know we had a 66. No, no, no. There wasn't. I, I'm mistaken. I was thinking of Zalator's 67. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the round of the tournament, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean some people climbed that day and some people fell. And I think a notable person who fell on Saturday who still finished out with a 66 today, getting the T5 below Hideki, Colin Morikawa. Yeah. Can, can, can we do a deeper investigation of Colin Morikawa? Well, first, like, you know, have y'all listened to the NLU recaps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they went last night, they went into a pretty deep dive into Morikawa and what they were feeling about him. So I just was wanting to get a base. I mean, if we had listened to that. I hadn't, but 77 on Saturday is glaring. That's, that's pretty terrible. And yes. then his, his major record is TPC Harding park, soft California course that he's used to quite a bit with no fans at it. And then he won the open on the least open linksy course with benign conditions. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They guys. were, they were, uh, they were saying that he was maybe a dome golfer. Yeah. Like, Trackman golfer. Yeah. Um, but and going into the week, he's you know, he's playing a draw right now. Like his game, his game is not in the right place and hasn't been in the right place, right? So we're not we're not getting the Colin Morikawa that won those two majors, right? We're getting a guy that's playing a draw. He hasn't played a draw since college. Like uh, we, so, we're we're not getting that Colin Morikawa, but we are getting Colin Morikawa that shoots 69 on Friday, 66 on Friday, or uh, he shoots shoot 69 Thursday, 66 on Friday, and then seven over on Saturday when the conditions are tough. So like, it's not like he was completely out of form. Yeah, but he was he was playing a shot shape he's not used to. I think he I think those Thursday and Friday rounds he was kind of faking it around. Like, I think he was getting some lucky breaks like, oh, that shot fucking worked out because I definitely saw some balls he hit those days that like went short of the green that probably shouldn't have rolled on, but ended up rolling on, you know, so I, I don't know. I, look, I like to th- I'm I like not Colin I'm Morikawa. not going to the side like I, I'm not I'm not 
getting off the Morikawa train saying like dude, the dude's got his resume up until this point is remarkable. He's got WGCs in there. Like, uh, but weren't you saying he wouldn't have been a factor at Shinnecock too? Like just before this week started, you're like, yeah, but I didn't like, say he, he wouldn't be a, sh- a factor. You told me that like, he wouldn't have been able to putt there. And I was saying yeah, like, that, Brooks that is-, is what I said. I said he couldn't handle the putting at Shinnecock. But he would still be a factor. I, I don't understand. I never like, said he would be a factor. I don't. I don't remember saying that. Well, I just said he what you said you wouldn't. I just said on this podcast that you said he wouldn't be a factor. Like I never said he wouldn't be a factor, and I just so yeah, he's not I never a factor. Said he he's wouldn't also, be a factor. He wouldn't. He wouldn't not be a factor. He also wouldn't be a factor. They found the superposition between the two. <laughs> Sounds like a backdoor top seven. Um, look, he's. I think he's one of the most talented guys on tour. He's going through a fucking struggle right now i i think they uh, like the nlu guys they downplayed a lot that he's playing a draw right now he's playing a i think it would be really really hard to go to a major golf tournament and hit a shot shape that i don't have i i mean uh dave a shot shape that's hard to rely on like you have to fight like no it's gonna do this when like oh that cut could easily come back on this shot and then it's essentially so every time i saw him hit a cut today it was on accident i just don't i just don't get like i watched him hit cuts (laughs) it seemed like he's cutting his driver well but his irons are drawing um is what it looked like to me And, and like sure i'm sure that when he really needs to hit a cut he can manufacture a cut. I think what, again, I'm speaking for him. Like I think I, his natural, like, I'm just swinging swing is no longer a cut. It, it just yeah, is drawing for some reason. Time. Yeah. And he's just uncomfortable. And it's, I think it's a lot to be said how well he did. Yeah. In the situation he was put in, you know, I, Kid is yeah, obviously I, I, feeling like the that set that one round of a seventy-seven in super hard conditions. Look, which I, which I think sixty-six, seventy-seven, sixty-six. Like, what's the outlier there? Like, it's someone that, who couldn't stand up to the conditions that we've never seen them do on a major venue before. I understand that, right? Like, you don't what? think they were actually ten strokes different, right? The conditions, like. Obviously, he was having a bad day. I, I don't know that that's no. All. My point is that his game isn't translating to adapt to difficult conditions. He's not creative enough to get like to find those opportunities. Yeah, I, I just think he might not be a grinder. That's what I think. I think when his game is not going well, he's not Spieth. Like Spieth is used to like, oh fuck, that is way right. And I'm behind a tree, but it's all good, dude. I'll just fucking figure it out. I'm used to being in the fairways. I'm used to hitting greens and I'm used to my cut. And when stuff starts going awry and it's hard conditions, that all adds up, especially I, I, I think in his career, this is going to be an outlier round for him. That's just what I think. And it ended up being a top five finish. So I would replace like grinder with like creativity. He doesn't have much versatility in his game or like creativity. He's radically consistent. So like that that's, and I, w- I would say he is a grinder in the sense of like bogeys don't deter him. Like he bounced back from bogeys at Royal St. George's. Like he's a grinder in the sense of like he doesn't give up, but whenever he's put into a precarious situation that requires creativity and a lot of like know-how around a course and kind of using creativity to find your way out of a tr- tough spot, 
that we see JT and Spieth and people doing, like he hasn't shown that too much. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I, I, I meant by that. And, but I get why you're yeah. correcting it. I, Yo, I, and, yeah, I, def, I agree with everything you said. And I think he gets a lot of praise because, and the reason he plays that cut is it's repeatable. And he's very good at hitting the well, same. Apparently cut. not. It's just, it's not repeatable anymore. <laughs> yes, apparently right now it's not. But his what's made him great is that he can hit an iron every time, whether it's a four iron or a sand wedge, and put it close to the green because he's had a repeatable swing. <laughs> but when you have to be creative and like, okay, I have to hit a knockdown hook around these trees like that's not something that he's done ten thousand times on the range so it seems like maybe he's got a system that's worked really well and now that he has to be creative it's just not not the same yeah you know what's crazy everyone in the top five on this leaderboard had five birdies today every single one of them had five birdies today that's insane they just all had different numbers of bogeys and they start at different points and that's how we got the different like what's more insane is that Fitzpatrick won the USAM here and the US Open. That's more insane. I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a contest. <laughs> I'm just saying that that is crazy. Like that is some that is really fucking cool. It, it, it's a fairy tale for sure. Like that's one yeah. of those things. Uh, that's in, when I, when I was saying that I was like, dude, it's it's just not not gonna happen. Like it it just the story is too good to not happen at this point. 80 years from now, when NBC is running their coverage, they will talk about this on every other commercial break. 80 years. Whoa. <laughs> way Regardless, way. like Fitzpatrick could do like, nothing else in his career, and he's going to go down as one of the guys that won the USAM and US Open at the same venue. Like, one Jack. Yeah. But pretty crazy. It I is. wasn't trying to make it a contest, but it's just like, yeah, cool. They made five birdies. But like, what is really crazy is that Fitzpatrick did that. It Both things are equally, I mean, not equally crazy. They're both crazy. Five people making five birdies on a Sunday at the open is kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. And all of them being in the top five too. Not like yeah. some random guy at the, I mean, I'm sure other guys maybe got five birdies. We have, Guido Migliozzi, who got 66. Maybe he had five birdies. You would think to be four under. McCarthy played well. Yeah, he had, he had, he had five birdies and an eagle. <laughs> McCarthy <Shit>. did? <laughs> no, Migliozzi. Oh. Um, uh, Denny McCarthy had four birdies. McCarthy, man, he just starts playing well after I drop him. <laughs> I, I mean, I did him yeah. a favor. I know that I know that life, but uh, all right. Last guy in the top five. I will clear the way because I talk about him too much. But y'all's thoughts on Rory? Uh, well, I was gonna run with it. You were? No, I want you to run with it. Oh, okay. Um, listen, Rory might not be in my wolf pack, but I like Rory. I like how outspoken he is. I like his personality and i do think he has got he has reignited his fire he has reignited the rory fire the rory flame that got everybody loving rory the rory that won four majors the rory that fucking kills it at the Ryder cup 
you know, it, he's back. That guy is back. He wants to win tournaments. You can visibly see him yearning to win tournaments and being upset after shots. He hit hits poorly. Um, I, I a hundred percent think he can win a major. I have a bet with kid that he won't win a major. I definitely think he can, uh, you know, it's a weird situation to be in because I don't You've dislike got a payment the guy. Plan. It's all good, dude. <laughs> I know. I was also pretty lubed up whenever we made the bet. I, I stand by the bet. I'm going to do the bet. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it puts me in a weird place when talking about Rory and just watching Rory now forever, essentially. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I, think I would played... I, look. I, I would pay a thousand dollars to watch Rory win another major. I would. I would pay that yeah, amount but of money you're to watch Rory. You should like... hold him to that. It would be in your best interest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think his game is there. I think he could have. I think I think I said it to Ryan uh, in the podcast before. I think he could have won won here this week. Um, there's no reason he couldn't couldn't have. He won the week before. Um, his game I mean, seems uh, to be dude, there. He could have he could have won it today, but yeah. just the amount of fucking sloppy bogeys and like that's U.S. Open golf, like putting yourself in bad positions and like when you have to have the gas pedal down, that's where mistakes come in. But like, no bogeys in the card, he wins this. Like, I mean, and also he he had a rough go of it yesterday for sure too. Yeah, yeah. three over. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. yeah, I think obviously. A top five at a major is good. It's not what he wanted. He wants to win these things, but um, but you know he he showed up well. He's played he's he's played well at all the majors this this year. Um, I would so say obviously he's technically the best in terms of people beat beating that majors. Like he's played. I mean, Scheffler Scheffler has won one, and I, I got you. Scheffler has won one and got a T second. Zalatoris has gotten two T seconds, and wh- how did he finish at Augusta? I don't remember. Uh, top uh, Zalatoris. Um, Rory lost to seven eight. He lost. He's lost to eleven people in major golf this year. I just don't think that you can say anyone's played the best at majors without winning one. What do you? I'm talking about Sagan You've beat more people at majors this year than anybody else. Okay, but he hasn't. I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I, I don't think you can say he's been the best major golfer without winning. Well, then you can't say anybody but Scheffler, fucking. Uh, what JT I was about to say or, is that there's no way that he's played Matthew Fitzpatrick. Than, yeah, to me, Scheffler to win a major and have a T two is better than that's the guy that's the guy that's played the best at the majors for you exactly yeah i think it's scheffler i think it's scheffler or rory for sure and i also can get on board with rory playing the best in the majors with the way the sagarin rankings work you've beaten the most people at all these tournaments yeah so six no technically zalatoris has played the best major golf by sagarin rankings t6 of the masses which means he's lost to five people Second at the PGA, which means he lost just to JT. And then yeah. second here, he only lost to Matt, Matthew Fitzpatrick. 
Didzy. So yeah. he, he technically has only lost to eight people God. in major golf and, this year. Yeah. That's and fucking insane. Done, and he hasn't done shit on tour. But it like what are you saying? He, hasn't he just done won shit last on tour. Week. No, Zalatoris. Oh, Zalatoris. He hasn't finished well on he's tour. He's been on he's been this is his first year on tour. He hasn't done shit on tour. What are you talking about? I'm just saying he doesn't perform. My point was he doesn't perform as well in regular tour. Bring up the fantasy points. He's up there in the fantasy points, man. Like high, high premier man. We overrate winning. We overrate winning so much. It's crazy. He's been on tour for less than a year. He got special exemptions the year before. Like he should have, he was, he would have been qualified in fast cup points, like within the, like the top 10 spots. Like, yeah. Look, I think he's a really good golfer. I just am saying that. No, his- no, no. What you said is he hasn't done shit on tour. <laughs> yes. My point is he way overperformed. I thought you guys were talking about Rory. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all I was saying about Zalatoris. But I didn't get to say anything about Rory. I don't get what's going on with Rory. where he's Zalatoris replaced- has 28 points of fantasy, more than anyone on Ryan's team by a 10-point margin. <laughs> I'm in fourth place. Like I don't have an overwhelmingly good team. I probably went from fourth to fifth place actually after this weekend would be my guess. Um, do y'all want to get back to Rory? <laughs> I mean, I could talk about Rory for an hour, but the the main give point your, being give is give your that, spiel about Rory. I gave mine. Give your spiel about Rory. I just look. Or Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, I don't totally understand. Forever Thursday was Rory's struggle. He always got out to slow starts and backdoored. He's figured out a way to motivate himself. Uh, I think Thursday he came out and said, I just wanted to have no bogeys on the card, and I would be happy with that, and he bogeyed 18. He shot three under on Thursday. Right, and he bo- his 18 was his only bogey on the card, so he was mad that he had a bogey. So he seems like he's having to like find ways to get up for events of like how do i motivate myself to play four really intense rounds uh, i would disagree with all the live shit going on he's very he's motivated fired up right now, now more than ever you're correct um but he, he's still like he got out to a hot start just like he did at the pga and then he kind of fizzled and then he had a a pretty good day today i would argue his friday round was one of his better rounds because he had that early double where he was in the fucking bushes it should have been like a quad yeah Yeah. and he made that putt for double and he ended up shooting one under and he battled back like i i think that was one of his better rounds just for overall like how rory is playing right now like he is in it to win it and yeah and it sounds like i don't have a bet against him when I say talk like that, but I, I do. Win it too. I don't oh, disagree. I'm just Money, money's just money. Like you got to root for who you want to root for, and like forget Listen, that part I, of it. I, I was rooting for him not to win. I will tell you that much. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to write that check today. Um, <laughs> no, I Rory's in my wolf pack. I love him, and I just don't understand. It seems like he just can't put the puzzle together. For a I think it's hard to win a fucking major championship. I think I, that's what it is. Yeah. Like Maybe. there, it, it, he, when he won his majors, you can argue it all as all you want, but I think the fucking field is harder now than it was even when Rory won his majors. Like I really fucking do. I think yeah. there's so many talented players on tour that it's just, it's tough to win these things, man. Like, yeah, 
That's why another reason why if Scotty won today, it would have been just the best year in golf history. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was to a joke at Kit. But yeah. No, I, I laughed. I knew it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, kid, give us what you think on Rory. Obviously, you're a yeah, Rory. give it a give it a five minute cap. I, I don't think I need five minutes. Um, okay. I'm just saying that's the cat. <laughs> no, he, he, Rory's the most important player in golf right now. I, I think I could probably stand by that with reasonable amount of evidence. And it's good to see that the most important player in golf right now is playing some of their best golf right now. And I like this. This is a time and place where I think this would be the most valuable time for Rory to win a major for the game of golf. And I think he would handle it with more grace than anyone who wins one right now. And I think he could make more come of it in, in, a, in a good way for this, for the game. So that's part of why I root hard for Rory beyond the fact that I like him as a person, but he's playing some of the best golf of his life. He's showing up at majors where he historically hasn't. And at the end of the day, besides Will Zalatoris, he's played the best Sagarin ranking golf, like major golf this year. And I don't expect that to let up. Like his yeah. game looks strong. He seems to be motivated. And look, coming into the, re the, in the open at St. Andrews, where you can bully that course with long driving, people talk about how Bryson was going to destroy that place or is going to destroy that place. Look, Rory's damn near as long as Bryson and his game looks good right now. Like yeah. I like him at the open. Yeah. It's all a matter of if he can handle the conditions. Yeah. If it blows, I mean, he hits a really high ball. So we, I want to see him flighting it a bit more. And he but... was flighting with it wedges this week. So like, yeah, obviously good. that'll be different at the open, but he's going to have a lot of different approach shots, but yeah. The, you know, the big, the big thing with it is I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. I like seeing him passionate. I like seeing him fired up. I like seeing him have a lot of things like going into it. I think he's navigating this entire scenario with as much grace as you could expect from somebody. So I'm happy to see him play well. I want him to win one beyond the bet. Like the bet is a cherry on top. Like I, he just deserves it. That's just where it comes down to it for me. He, his resume doesn't support how good of a golfer he is. I think he's a gener generational talent. I think he should be finishing out majors near Arnie and not near who's at four, like Brooks, or, or Ernie. Like, yeah, Brooks, Ernie, Brooks. like VJ. I don't know. I don't know who's at four, but like he needs to be up in the pantheon of the greats. What does VJ have four major championships? Faldo has six. Six. Yeah. He, does VJ have four? Does I VJ have four? I, 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 if you, if you put a gun to my head and ask me how many major championships VJ have, I would answer no, none. <laughs> I would have said two or three, but. And that just shows like he has, he has three majors. Yeah. That just shows like I really don't pay attention to golf too far past when I <laughs> definitely not. He doesn't even pay attention to champions dinner photos. <laughs> champions dinner photos. Yeah. He won the masters in 2000. True. He stopped tiger from doing the full grand slam. 
Yeah, that's why True. I'm a Tiger's fan. Uh, he's that. won the PGA, the Masters, and the, he's won two PGAs a, and a I'm Masters. I'm not perfect, guys. Okay. Well, we thought you no, were- no one was calling you perfect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's only three for VJ, but you know, there's a handful of guys that are around that number and, uh, yeah, I just, he, I think he deserves more in the pantheon of golf than this. And I want to see him keep doing it. Like PJ tour victories are great, but very quick, they're not going to be as great. They're not going to be the same thing as they used to be, um, at least for the short time. So he, he just deserves majors, man. And very quickly, they're going to be the most important thing. So if not, they're already that case. So I wonder that's, what, that's my bit on Rory. I wonder what his open odds are right now. Do you think he's the favorite going into the open? Or do you think uh, it's a Scheffler? Because he seems like a really good pick for that. Uh, obviously, so does Scheffler. But I mean, people are saying the same thing at Royal Portrush. Yeah. Yeah, Rory's the favorite at plus 900. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm good on that. Rom at plus twelve hundred. Justin Thomas plus fourteen hundred. Sky Scheffler also plus fourteen hundred. Spieth plus sixteen hundred. Morikawa plus sixteen hundred. Um, Cameron Smith plus two thousand. Should we talk what? about Rombo for a second? I was gonna say the same thing. Just not a very good weekend from the boy. Man, it just seemed I obviously was not obvious to people listening obvious to the two of you i was really high on rom today i felt like he had a really good shot to go run and take the thing and he just kind of crumbled um this was his worst day of the tournament yeah he shot one over yesterday four. he shot four over today yeah yeah it just seemed like i mean hell we barely saw him on the broadcast today um it, they were trying to show him but then they didn't give him much reason to show him right yeah, if you're not going to make any birdies. Uh, it's not they could have, like, captured the leader crumbling. He wasn't even at the top of the leaderboard, so it's like, why yeah. do we? Why would we keep showing him when we have people in contention hitting shots? Exactly. It's weird, man. I, I don't know what's going on. He's about to have his second kid, so maybe he's got too much perspective going on right now. Um, perspective overload. Yeah, it's, it's just – I mean, his putter hasn't worked, but he, he seemed like he was really – befuddled by a lot of shots that he hit today <laughs> hitting his irons to the spots that he normally does so i don't know he seems a little out of sorts it just seemed like a good golf course for him because he's so strong off the tee and you got to be in the short grass for this course yeah and then like he's just so disciplined you would think that like he's just going to hit the middle of greens and like he'll just get it done but right. i think just- it was a like he didn't play well today at all but I think it was a pretty good showing for the defending champ. I'll I'll take it from the guy. But it's not what he wanted. It's not what, you know, a lot of people wanted. But it's what happened. And I'll take it. Look, I mean, the thing is, we'll look back at this in a year when we're talking about Rom and we're going to say it was a top 10 major finish defending. Top 12. Oh, he, he fell out of the top 10, so 12. Yeah, top 12. It was a, a fine finish, but for him to just look like – I think he might have been the betting favorite to start today. Does that sound right? Who, Ron? Uh, no, I think it was Fitzpatrick or Zalatoris, one of those yeah. two. Okay. He had stupid – I remember looking at his odds thinking those – that's not enough juice for him being two shots back. 
Uh, yeah, I remember looking at his odds and being like, damn, they should probably be having him up higher, like over <laughs> Salatoris. Yeah, like, and... You're going to go get this thing. Yeah, uh, like I if, I, right. if I hadn't already put the money I had on this tournament, I would bet on him. But, yeah. Uh, well, you're right, kid. They did get it right. That's why yeah. they do it. I would did. like to give a special shout out to someone. Yeah, in hold on. I think I know 10. who you're going to. I know who you're going to talk to before. Before we get to them, I did want to acknowledge someone right, probably above that person, who I didn't see a single golf shot from this entire tournament. But Gary Woodland, top ten. That's who I was going to fucking bring up, kid. Really? <laughs> for Ryan? Yes. I was going to oh, say a special someone. Like... I thought you were going to say a special someone for yourself, not a special no. someone for Ryan. No. I no. I a special general... someone, Gary Woodland, the Gur dog. Top 10 at a U.S. Open. Kinda I didn't see a Just golf reaffirming that, listen, I can play at hard places. I may not do anything the rest of the year, but I can show up at a difficult golf course and put myself in the mix, you know. And he had a bad Friday, but the rest were 69s. And there's something and to Tyler be said about him three from- 69s. T- 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 Tyler dropped him from his fancy team three weeks ahead of this major showing. <laughs> So, and what y'all don't know is, I call him Gerdog. Uh, the original Gerdog is Tyler's dad. Gary Amble is the Gerdog. And I call Gary Woodland Gerdog because of that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man. What rich history we're getting right now. I know. This is the, the backstory. Um, he had a great weekend. I only saw him on Thursday, I did not see anything after Thursday. And I had him in all of my uh, DraftKings lineups. And I, I kept looking and be like, Gary's fucking killing it. Why is he not on my television at any point? Because, yeah, I, I didn't know, like, if you didn't have him in Daily Fantasy, you didn't know he was at this tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting in the sense that, like, <laughs> he just shot one under, three over, one under, one under. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just a, a, a smooth, even par for the U.S. Yeah. Open top 10. A U.S. Open past champion, man. Just doing good work out there. Hey, he qualifies for next year for sure. So hey, at least he's got that. And he probably got a cool six figure deal out of it, too. Yeah. Well, and this is his chance. He loves to wear his patriotic gear. He's red, white and blue every weekend all the time. So he showed out at least when I saw him on Thursday. He was rocking all of the uh, patriotic gear. So I would Good imagine so. I wouldn't see it any other way for the man. Exactly, but kid. You you brought the guy up. We we kind of interjected. Um, <laughs> what do you got to say about the boy, your dog? <laughs> I was just saying I'm just surprised that this guy got a top ten. I didn't see a single golf shot from him the entire <laughs> tournament. <laughs> like. I mean, goddamn! Like yeah. <laughs> we talked how bad the broadcast was, but like, way to fucking miss it. Like, it's one thing to not show Seamus Power or T12, but like a a previous U.S. Open champion getting yeah. a top ten in your tournament. I didn't see a golf shot from him. Are you fucking serious? Not uh, he shot one under today, and we never saw him. Like it, he was not on the broadcast today. He shot a one under in the hard Saturday conditions. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't there? Crazy. Fucking wild, man. Um, no love. Yeah, fucking, fucking crazy. But the guy who I thought Dave was going to talk about, who also was in the top 10 and, you know, battled well, was a was the leader after the first day, I think, or after the second day. And, uh, yeah, leading after 36 holes, 
Joel Damon. Joel That's Damon. Fine. What do we got to yeah. say about Joel? He fizzled. Uh, I think he got a good payday for the boy. <laughs> He's hey. happy about that. Yeah, man. The guy got paid. You know, he got to feel what it's like having the lead at a major. Um, I don't know if he's experienced that before. Um, I don't think and I don't think he was expecting to win. I truly don't. Did he finish uh, top 10? Because that's an exemption for next year. He did. Yeah, he got top, top 10. 10. So he's automatically playing in it next year, which is really rad. That's right? icing on the cake, man. He qualify this year. So listen, I, I said it in the group message uh, after he was leading. Uh, after Friday, I was like, man, there is not a lot of guys on this leaderboard that I want to see win this more than Joel Damon. Because that would just he, be something special, man. <laughs> I mean, he's done more shun tour than Zalatoris. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> but I just think he's a cool guy. He's your everyday golfer's guy. Um, he's ripping his shirt off at the waste management. I just think. I think it's awesome to have guys like, you know, he's like the modern John Daly kind of. And the, and Netflix was following him for this event too. Yeah. So, Which is cool. Uh, Dave, I know you've listened to the, the no laying up follow-ups. Um, he called into the show right after being the 36 hole re- leader. <laughs> and while he's calling into the show, the valet has lost his car and Netflix is following him. So he's calling into a podcast while Netflix is following him and the fucking valets don't even know where his car is. And he's leading us open. It, it just crazy story. It's funny you bring that up because on the line calling in, are we ready? Yeah. I'm just kidding. It's Jordan. <laughs> that I thought it was crazy. Clint. Uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a, a pretty cool, a pretty cool top ten. I mean, honestly, like it was looking dicey at the beginning of the the tournament. I mean, we had a lot of interesting names that you don't hear on a broadcast very often uh, at the top of the board. I mean, we had like a, a, a Dowdy, we had we had a Lingmirth, we had all sorts of folks that were at the rise at the very beginning of this thing. And uh, at the end of the day, after seventy two holes, the best players shake out on top and. It's it's the format it's been for a hundred plus years for a reason. But Fitzy, Sky Chef, Zalatoris, Hideki, Kalmor Kawa, Roy McElroy, Denny McCarthy, Adam Hadwin, Keegan Bradley, Gary Woodland, Joel Damon, and then we have like Rom right there. Like yeah. a, a pretty well, solid leaderboard of now like some true killers. So it was a decent us open b minus could have been easily a b plus given a little bit of tweaking of the golf course but i would i was happy with the 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 leaderboard at the end of the day yeah it was a ton of fun loved watching it it was a roller coaster man i mean we had a lot of lead changes i thought it was really fun to watch through and through. yeah i uh i didn't get to watch as much as i would would have liked but the majority of what i watched aside from thursday i thought thursday was a disgrace um but 
I really enjoyed it. I think the course Thursday is awesome. interesting because you don't know what the course is really going to play like. Like you're, you're trying your best. Like you're trying to get off on like a good foot. It's the fact that they doubled down on Friday and it was just as easy. Like that's the shit where it's like inexcusable. Like they could have gone out there, like turned it up too high. And all of a sudden, like everyone's like, you know, not doing well. And it's like not even interesting to watch. That's for what the, I want to see, baby. I want to see him not doing well. <laughs> um. But and then when there's that guy that's just doing well, you know, it's like, what in the fuck is going on with this guy? Yeah, he's just playing (laughs) unbelievable golf. Like at Shinnecock, when DJ and like DJ, I think it was on Thursday and Friday, was just playing lights out better than everyone. It's like, wow, this is just unprecedented. And then Kepka just comes out of fucking left field and he's like listen dude i'm unprecedented i am unprecedented and i'm gonna win this thing and then you got phil mickelson fucking hitting putts that are still moving because the conditions are so sick and you got zach johnson saying they've lost the course dude it's right in front of you you're standing on it the course is right here you can't lose golf course it's right under your feet you idiot I've got some names for you guys, and I want you to guess what they have in common. Uh, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Sergio Garcia. I'm scrolling still. Yeah, Webb Simpson. Web Simpson. Um, I'm going to keep going. Uh, Louis Ustazen, Francesco Molinari. And I think I'm, I'm not going to scroll any further than this. I'll throw Phil Mickelson in there as well. What do these guys got in common? I mean, they're U.S. Open winners. Well, not Phil. Is not a U.S. Open. Phil winner. definitely not. Okay, they're major champions. Patrick Reed, you can throw them in there as well. Yes, so they are major champions. You know what those major champions have in common? Uh, I mean, most of them are on the live tour now. They all lost to Travis Vick, an amateur. And props to Travis Vick for playing well, but this is pretty inexcusable for someone like Brooks Kepka or, I mean, Bryson has been hurt, but like, there, there's just not much you can give. Like, who was your biggest disappointment this week? Because I think if you're below that kid's score and you're a past major champion that still technically has some of their best golf. My biggest you know, disappointment this week is Victor Hovland. That's fair. That's just, that's he a, has that's done a, nothing at majors. Like I was expecting him to play pretty well at this course. I thought it suited him well. And he just fucking sucked. Like he the shot seven weird. over I mean, or he, something on Friday. Yeah, he, he shot even the first day and seven over on the second day. I, that being said, he had to withdraw from an open where he could have easily done well, but he got that fucked up corneal scratch from the sand. And like he was on track to play well there. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that besides that one, he's played historically bad in his 11 starts in majors. Yeah, it like, seems like he doesn't know how to chip or putt. Like he's very, very good until he has to do those things. Either way, that was my biggest disappointment. I was I was at least expecting him to like be in the top 20 range, you know? And I don't know. Vic 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 is Vic is I'm something special. Look, I, I, I mean, we're going to have a long talk in the locker room. We're going to get the guys around him. We're going to try to hype him up a bit because we want to see him succeeding in these majors. We Listen, do. Dude, my, my locker room on my team is fucking 
in shambles, dude. We're we're going through it right now. <laughs> we're trying to get let's, it on uh, we're trying to get it on the ropes. Yeah, let's go ahead and transition to that, Dave. Apparently, we have an announcement from you in regards to your locker oh, room. Are we talking about fantasy? Because that's that's what I was talking about. Like in my I'm talking about Wolfpack, man. I'm talking about I Wolfpack. Know, yeah, I know that's what you're talking about. I was just saying earlier when I was saying okay. locker room. So you want me to yeah. talk about my wolf pack? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Let's talk wolf pack. Fire it off. He's cracked the loney. He's ready to go. Okay. So as it stands right now, my wolf pack is Rick, my boy, my lifer. You can go to the live tour. I'll say it right now. Rick is still in the wolf pack. He's riding with me and I'm riding with him. <laughs> All right. Then we got the boy Rom, Rombo, part of the Wolfpack. Spieth, Jojo, the main man, the golden boy. He's right there with Rick. They're not going anywhere. Then we got Brooks, the Kepka, the cupcake. <laughs> not the cupcake, the cop cake. Like a, a cake <laughs> that looks like a police officer. The cop cake. He's a dirty cop, but he's a boss. And then... And then we got the newest addition to the pack, the chef. And we've got some changes. You know, the locker rooms have been fine. Everyone's getting along. No big issues, anything like that. But, you know, as a man gets older, as a man gets wiser, he wants things to change a little bit. He might have to put his foot down, get things in order a little more. Um, try to get the, the reputation, the image back to where we want it. And Brooks, you're cut. You're cut, man. <laughs> you're out of the wolf back. You know, we had a good run, but your true colors have shown over time. And I just don't want to be affiliated with you any longer. I think you are a cream of the crop talent. I love watching you play golf when you're on the golf course. And you're playing well, but I just think you're kind of a douchebag. <laughs> what was the straw that broke the camel's back, Dave? I don't know. It was it was just a overall just a building of everything, you know. So so what exactly caused you to not see it while everyone else saw it for so long? <laughs> I saw it. I saw it, but you, you just know, neglected it with how good of a golfer he was winning majors. You're like I loved what I still love watching him play golf. Like when he's playing good golf, I fucking love it. Like he's yeah. so good, but uh, yeah, he's gone and so, we got to replace him with someone. Dave, we have to, you don't have to replace him. You know, well, I know to. I don't have to, but we, I, we're gonna, I, I just want to say every reason you gave to cut Brooks is why you should have dropped Rick. No, I wouldn't say that. I like Rick's personality. Oh. Like, I think Rick's a like a, a not obnoxious person. What are you like, talking about, Rick? For, dude? Why you got to bring Rick into this? Because <laughs> he's in your world just, back, and you just say I, he's underperforming. We don't like your image. I didn't say he's underperforming about Brooks. It was all strictly just that he was a douche. Yeah, he. he I he said didn't I love watching him play golf. Okay. He is, but he didn't say he was. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't say that at all. It's fine that uh, he's underperforming. Like, obviously, I don't care if someone's underperforming and they're in my wolf pack. I mean, Rick is really? the case in point. Okay. Uh, I stand corrected. My apologies. Continue. 
Um, so yeah, we gotta we gotta replace the boy Brooks. And could I y'all want to get some guesses out? Should we do a little game here about who's replacing him? I have two guesses. Um, the first one is that you're just putting yourself back in. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna run with his pack again. Um and I have a second pick that I've got I've got a good feeling about, but I'll let Ryan pick first just in case. Because I don't want I don't want to pee on two guys and then Ryan be like, damn, that was mine. You just had two guesses. I mean, you could probably go because I don't know that I have anything in the top of my head. I, I really don't know. So kid, fire away. Cause I, I'm not even sure. I haven't noticed any trends. I'm gonna go with Joel Damon. Going in a day's wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were right with your first one. Your boy's coming out of retirement and we're jumping <laughs> back in with the wolf pack. My boys, I got the fucking knee knee pads on. I got the wrist guards. We're going back in. We might have been out of commission, but we think we can fucking get it done with the boys. I think we can we need to get back to the old times. I gotta be out there with running with the pack, you know. So maybe that, the, maybe that, maybe that's why Rick has been playing bad. That's what I've come to the realization of. I mean, he was still playing pretty bad when you're running with the wolf back. Nah, dude, he won waste management when we were running, running free, running wild through the fields. So Dave puts himself in his own wolf pack a yeah. month before the cup. I like it. He's feeling confident. A month before what? He said Ranger Cup. Ranger. Oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah, my golf game is totally there. I mean <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I had a feeling that, that was that was my first guess, but I thought you were taking it maybe semi semi seriously. But I am the day, like you just, you just you, you just don't have that next guy that like is just up there with those when well, I understand it. I understand it. <laughs> um I mean Frankly, we're already kind of on high alert in my camp. We're, we're worried about people possibly defecting. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the wolf in the pack. <laughs> no, I don't got wolf, but we're definitely hearing some strange rumblings around Hopkins. Yeah, we, we, which I don't, I don't, you just, you just don't know, man. You just don't know. I like, I, I feel money confident. talks, like, man. You know, money talks. That's just not the locker room that we're building. So oh, know. I completely understand you as a wolf leader. <laughs> <laughs> as an alpha. Yeah. Um, not wanting that to affiliate with your locker room. But when I got an OG veteran like Rick, we we put that shit to the side, to the side you know, be like, yeah, you do you, man. Um. So... Great update, Dave. I'm happy to hear that you're back <laughs> running with your pack. I hope you don't have arthritis in your in your in your knees at this point. I hope your stride's still strong. I hope your paws aren't too pampered at this point. You still got calluses in your paws. The um, yeah. Listen, so we've I'm, been. I'm stoked for you. We're not what we used to be, but we've been keeping up. If you know what I'm saying, you know we've been doing what we got to do to be able to run with the pack still. And that's and I got my boys on my back. You know, if I'm slowing down, they'll they'll push me back up to the front. You know, or maybe they'll just slow down a little bit for a little while. Sounds like, <laughs> in the words of uh, one Toby Keith, "You ain't as good as you once were, but you're as good once as you ever were." 
Okay. You still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, just for sanity's sake, what is your wolf pack again? Do you even remember it? I do. Uh, Rombo, JT, Rory, Tiger, Woodland. Okay. Yeah. We're good. We're confident. What? Who, who did you swap? In with instead of Webb, who because that just happened, I think, off pod. <laughs> it was uh, Gary Woodland came in for Webb. Okay. Webb was an early uh, one of my first ever golf wagers was winning money on Webb, so he uh, he was an, an early initiate that we had to swap out for a, a hometown hero with the Gur Dog. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well. That's a good wrap on the uh, on the on the Wolfpack. Uh, obviously, uh, tough tough week for Clint's Wolfpack. Uh, you know, we got word that Abe Answer is on his way to the live the live series. Uh, is he? The- uh, that's news to me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he's had, he's heading on over to live. Uh, Colin Moore asked me not to be a trackman golfer. Surprises me. Does it surprise you? I, Dave? I, no, I, I think we have the answer <laughs> from the way you phrase <laughs> that. Doesn't question. surprise me. <laughs> um but you know we'll have him on soon enough uh and yeah i think we should move into a fancy update fancy update this was a big I'd matchup week i'd really uh, love to do that yeah so let's go through the matchups this week we had uh the number one seed going up against the number 10 seed we had the ramen copes taking on hale haley's handicap hunks um Haley didn't have a single guy make the cut this week. Actually, she did. She uh, had Brian Harmon, dude. Harmon made the cut. He did not make any points, though. Uh, Dale Berger, Russell Henley, Webb Simpson, and Alex Noren all missed the cut. So that's going to be a tough way to win your matchup uh, with that happening. Uh, the only remaining person, Paul Casey, uh, noticeably not present at the, at the Open. Uh, I don't know if he just wasn't qualified. I don't really know, but he wasn't there. Um, I would think he'd be qualified because he won a tournament like a couple years ago, didn't he? Like he won the Valspar like repeated two years ago. Yeah, I think he'd be qualified. Right. I don't know why he's he's had an injury though. I think he's been he withdrew a couple weeks ago with injury. I think he's. Oh yeah, he was like hurt the match. Yeah. Um, and then Rom top twenty. Sungjae missed the cut. Shane missed the cut. Homa no points. Davis Rally no points. So. The Ramblin' Cokes won their matchup with negative two points. That's how much of a bloodbath it was between one Holy and ten seed. Shit. <laughs> uh, number two versus number nine seed, Ando Squad versus the Bitch Tit Bandits. Um, so, Ando Squad, Justin Thomas, no points. Cameron Smith, miscut. Tommy Fleetwood, miscut. Kevin Kisner, miscut. Mark Leishman, top 20. He had negative four points in his matchup. And then the bitch tip bandits had Tony Fina missing the cut, and then Matthew Fitzpatrick winning. So he won his matchup against the uh, Ando squad. Um, and then matchup three seed versus eight seed Dave's Dreamy Dudes versus the Mossbacks. Uh, Hovland missed the cut. Sky Chef with the top five. Corey Connors missed cut. Taylor Gooch missed cut. Keegan Bradley top 10. And then uh, Pereira missed cut. And then the Mossbacks, DJ, no points. Zalatoris, top five. Phil Mickelson, miscut. Justin Rose, no points. Ian Polder didn't play. Kokrak, miscut. Jimmy just needed to drop 
Phil Mickelson, who has been not playing this entire season, has had no like no practice, missed like plays like shit on the Centurion event on the live tour, and then comes here and was of course going to play like horse shit, doesn't drop him, and then loses to Dave. Actually, draws the match with Dave with the same number of points. Like all he had to do was use his brain for two seconds, and he would have won his matchup against Dave. That's crazy. Dave Insane. Yeah, I uh, I'm pretty disappointed in uh, how my squad showed up for this tournament. Um, shouts out to Keegan Bradley getting a top yeah. ten for us um, in his hometown. Happy Keegan to have Bryant. picked you up for that. Um, but yeah, without you, we would be uh, probably we would definitely have minus five points plus whatever you Min- yeah minus nine points me. between yeah. his four that we had. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, a draw matchup there. I think this is Dave has also drawed last season in a matchup as well, haven't you? Uh no, I think I won all of them last season. A draw is a win, honestly. <laughs> like that, I'd take that all day. Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely would, Ryan, because the next matchup, four versus seven, you lost it. <laughs> um yeah. Xander top 20, speed no points, Billy Ho, miscut, Adam Scott, top 20, Siwoo Kim, miscut, Tom Hoagie, miscut, and then Kling's Dynasty, Paul Morikawa, uh, top five, Sam Burns fell out of the points. Sam Burns shot like nine over today. It was yeah, he I was paired no- up with Rory, or he was paired up with uh yeah, I think Rory. Like it was uh it was right after Sheffield's group because they were almost paired together. Uh that's what I'm saying. I think he was paired with Rory. Okay. Yeah, he didn't do shit. It was bad. <laughs> Sam Burns shot six over today. Yeah. Not good. Um Hideki snuck into the top five. Uh Cameron Tringali, top 20, the triangle. Yeah. Um, Christian Bizet, who didn't play, he is lucky that Matthew Wolf didn't play in this event. He didn't, yeah. didn't come and play. So, uh, he ended up beating you there. Uh, it wasn't really that close. <laughs> no, uh, my guys, I felt really good about Xander and Spieth going in and they both fucking sucked this week. And then the five versus six spot, Mitchell Palooza versus Javi Bones, my team, uh, Patrick Cantley, top 20, Louis Ustazen, miscut. Tyrrell Hatton, uh, no points. Seamus Power, top 20. Uh, Sepp Straka, miscut. Harold Varner, miscut. Me, Rory, top five. Brooks, no points. Joaquin Neiman, no points. Maverick McNeely didn't play. Cameron Cameron Young missed the cut by one stroke after birdie, hole in one, birdie, birdie. Yeah. Um, and then Tiger Woods didn't play. But like I said, no playing means no missed points. So Rory's all I needed, and we won our matchup. There you go. Hey, nothing wrong with that. So where does that leave us for the actual fantasy standings? Um, yeah, so that's what I want to get into, the nitty-gritty, the juice. Starting at the bottom of the board, probably no surprise here. It's been a tough sledding for her team. Hales, tell, me she's a, hunks. tell me she's above zero. She is not, not above She's at negative. zero. She, she, I, I already fucked that up. She is at minus six points. Fuck. <laughs> so, so just not above zero would have been. She's yeah. got to, she's got to, she's got to mix up the shit. She's got to figure out who to pick up, who to drop, 
she's got to do something, you know? Yeah, there's, she's got to try something because it's not looking good. Uh, you know, when I might start throwing some advice her way at some point, just be like, Hey, maybe look at this guy or look at this guy or throw this trade out there. Um, cause it's, it's not looking good. I mean, I, I dropped Webb and Alex Norn for a reason to a degree here, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, she's going to claw back. There's still season left, but it's unfortunately at this point, not close. So she's at negative six points and in ninth place, the bitch shit bands are at 26 points. So she's got to make it 32 point spread to catch up. He had Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Yep. That he's been Fitz. that it, that might as well be team Fitzpatrick. It, yeah. it, it is. He his team has twenty six points. Fitzpatrick has thirty two points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Bryson DeChambeau with minus six. Tony Finau with five. Patrick Reed with minus one. Fitzy with thirty two. Cam Davis with three. Cameron Champ with minus two. This okay. is the only team in the entire league, I believe, that hasn't used an adder drop. No, and a squad hasn't either. <laughs> Um, 26 points there, uh, in eighth place, the Mossbacks, uh, 33 points, uh, DJ with five, Zalatoris with 28, Phil Mickelson with minus three. What a fucking moron. Uh, Justin Rose, three points, Ian Poulter minus one point, Co-Crack with one point. Uh, yep. That's, that's him. And then up in, uh, <laughs> up in seventh place, uh, Mitchapalooza the team that auto drafted their team. Uh, uh, was that this Patrick year? Camp- yeah, that was yeah. this year. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Patrick can't 22 points. I don't know how he has 22 points. I feel like he's played pretty bad this year. Um, bad for him is back to our top twenties and top tens. Yeah, I guess. Um, Louis, you stays in minus three points from Louis this season when he had and like, he had like, 28 in the the simplified point season previously like just he, wasn't yeah, that the year crazy. that he finished second in like three straight majors though yeah that is what happened <laughs> um chill hatton with 12 points Seamus power with 12 points sep straka with minus one point I, I think he's gotten away with sep straka only having minus one point there um harold varner the third two points so uh mitchapalooza now in that's seventh place yep seventh place uh, sixth place, long and straight. Uh, it was 46 points. Xander Shoffley with 18. Jordan Spieth with 11. Billy Ho with 15. Adam Scott with 18. Siwoo Kim with one. Tom Hoagie with minus one. Mm-hmm. I mean, your, your team isn't like built poorly. It just like they're just not delivering. Yeah. Billy Horschel had the win a couple weeks ago that was big. That uh, Siwoo and I are about to have a long, hard talk. I think you and Siwoo, not you and Tom Hoagie, but you and Siwoo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I. All right. <laughs> um, up to. Like up to uh, fifth place in the league, I believe it's fifth place. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. Fifth place, in my team, Jobby Bones. With 52 points, uh, Rory McIlroy with 32 points, Brooks Kepka with three points, Joaquin Neiman with 12, Maverick McNeely with one, Cameron Young with four, Tiger Woods with zero. 
And obviously all of these teams have some people with minus points and we have like matchup points, but in terms of active players, that's where mine shakes yeah. out at currently. Um, probably the most perplexing uh, roster right now to a degree. Uh, Kling's Dynasty in fourth. Morikawa with 19 points. Sam Burns with 17 points. Hideki with 19 points. Cameron Tringala with four points. Christian Bezaytoot with two points. Matthew Wolf with negative six points. Still active on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> not not letting them loose just yet <laughs> well, no. um, so in, in, interesting there um that he's still 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 on board but 59 points for clean science in fourth place up to third place uh dave's dreamy dudes still in the third place spot um 66 points uh victor hovland with 15 sky chef with 43 um cory connors with six taylor gooch with three Keegan Bradley with four, uh, Pereira with one, and uh, quite a bit of negative on the drops. Yeah, minus six across your drops. I mean, Clint has minus six with an active player on his squad, so <laughs> it's not too, too bad. <laughs> I have minus six across my inactives as well. Um, so it's like for someone who just took some swings on some guys that had some upside, you and I had similar kind of goes of it um yeah seeing your team like it gets me stoked this guy's been playing well it just stings especially because like i could have picked him right before you picked him and i went with brooks which was tough mm. I, I was expecting a bounce back after his knee healed but not so much uh ando squad is in second place with could 71 say, points could i say yeah. something about my squad real quick yeah um sure. <clears throat> So I'm in a precarious position to where I have one ad drop left and I have Taylor Gooch on my squad who is playing on live golf. So he will most likely not be playing on tour. I don't think depending on what litigation is from what I understand, he could maybe play on the tour like 30 days or something like that. It's if he wanted to, but uh, anyways, I'm going to have to replace him most likely. And that'll be my ad, my last ad drop. But Javi has also been rumored to be in talks potentially with live golf. And if that happens, then I don't have any more ad drops and then I'm in a very bad situation. So I don't know if I need to wait and I, I don't know. I don't know if I have, I don't know what to do at this point is all I'm saying. All this to say, I am not doing anything right now, but I just want a lot to be known right now. Yeah. <laughs> we decided that you can't trade ad drops. Yeah. Yes. We, they, that was decided. So I thought that that was a, a whole battle. So well, yeah, Dave stuck with his one. Sounds like you should have picked uh, players that were more focused on legacy, Dave. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um so that's uh that's dave squad ando squad 71 points in second place justin thomas 32 points cameron smith 20 points tommy fleetwood 11 points kevin kisner two points mark leachman three points then ryan palmer minus two points 
I, I mean, Ando is doing what he always does this season. He just picks his team. He just goes away for a while. Does Andy <laughs> he like does well doing, though? He always does well, but he never has anything to say about it. I, I he does though. Andy when you when you time. when you get to talking with him in person, if you're around him, he's like, "Yeah, man, how's my team doing?" You know, <laughs> I, I believe that he, uh, he's keeping up on it for sure. But I just think he's very like, I don't think I need to drop anyone. Well, and I don't think he likes to text people, I guess. Like I said, I, I've spent many an hour standing right next to Andy, chatting with him about sports. I know that he's a big fan of all of this, but uh, he's, he's pretty quiet in the text. And I also know that he definitely will not hear this to address it. So <laughs> I guess yeah. it doesn't matter. But, yeah, no, yeah. I think he would drop if he had to, if it came down to it. Yeah, I believe that. I don't think he wants to lose. I think he likes being good at fantasy sports. All right. And the number one spot, the ramen cokes, 85 points, pretty far ahead. Um, John Rom, 22 points. Abe answer heading for the live tour, four points. Uh, Sung JM, 10 points. Shane Lowry, 17 points. Max Homa, 16 points. Davis Riley, one point. So relatively spread out across his team. Um, yeah, I how think many ad drops has he used? He's used three. Okay, so he has three left. Yeah. Yeah. So he's sitting in a pretty good spot. Um, Tyler is also very good at, at this kind of shit, so I expect him to do well for the rest of the year. He's uh, He's locked in, and I know that his wife loves watching golf now. Because of this league, I'm not kidding. Kerry gets fired up about it. So um he's locked in 110%. Well, I mean, considering he's in first and Rom having a mediocre season is pretty impressive. Like, I think the biggest standout on this list is that like home was turned into a full season star. Like he yeah. used to just be a West Coast Homa, and now it's a full season Homa. He's yeah, a- the pro 3.0 or whatever. He's he's killing yeah. it. So it's 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 good to see that. I'm stoked for Tyler. I mean, there's he's yeah, I would be happy if he won the league. That's you know, a cool guy on, on, on top. I think um, he made a bunch of money on DraftKings today. Not yeah, like I bet so. He was up 150 bucks last I heard. So better than I, I made did. 10 and in all reality, I'm down <laughs> like eight. Nice. The down like eight, like down like eight dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but you won. I a did $25. Fitzy. Yeah, I did. I did win a bunch of money on Fitzy separate from DraftKings, though. Yeah. I got fucked. I lost. The auction pool or whatever. It's I crazy because all three of my other that. all three of my other guys missed the cut. So it was down to Fitzy and he pulled through. You he know what would be the, the ultimate claim for that auction thing would be if you picked the first second and third guy and took all of the money that would be sick so who these days who had chef and who had zalatoris i also wes had zalatoris i know that i don't know who wes is but he was in it and he got him for eight dollars which was a steal because he was like a twenty dollar max out and i just had already spent as much money as i wanted to but i even said it in the group message to you and Tyler saw, but yeah. uh, and kid, but he uh, he didn't bet this major. Um, 
I was like, Zalatoris is a bargain right now. But yeah. yeah. So Wes got Zalatoris and Cam got Scotty Scheffler. That, that means nothing to y'all. I went to high school with these guys. I know who they are. And I'm happy for both of them. <laughs> but yeah, they're nobody's. Wes is one of the funniest dudes ever. Um, so good on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I think I'm I'm good on US Open if you guys are. Uh right now, gut decision. Uh who are you guys going for the 150th anniversary of the open at the St. Andrews? Well, do y'all remember who you picked in January? I have them up right now. Kid okay. remind me because I never know the answer to that question. I'd like to get if you don't remember it, I'd like to get your answer now to like just so you then oh. know after. Did I say Dave? Are you looking it up right now? Well, I know who I picked. Yeah, and you wouldn't be going with him again. So, did you pick Tiger? No, Dave. No, <laughs> I thought he did a weird Tiger random pick at the beginning. It was a random pick. Yeah. Did I say Rom? It feels like I would have said Rom. You said Rom. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? Man, I don't know. After what he did today, um, I love JT. I've been really big on JT. I picked JT for this weekend. Um, so I'd probably go JT right now. He can just hit every golf shot required. He and didn't then play stuff. remarkably this week. He didn't. Uh, he played well. He played well uh, th- Thursday, Thursday Friday. and Friday. But Saturday, like, yeah. like he, got, he got the hard draw again. No, he got the hard draw. No, he got the hard draw. Yeah, but Saturday, it was still the easier conditions out of the whole tournament were Thursday and Friday. Oh, he got off to a bad start Saturday. He made double on the first, bogey on the second, and then his brain was fucked after that. Like it that that was JT's tournament. He he damn near whiffed a chip on one. You're saying this that, week was JT's tournament? No, I'm saying that's what happened this weekend. Oh god. Gotcha. Was that he got off to a bad start Saturday and he was fucked after that. Um, but I I will go with JT for the open. Dave. Um, I had Bryson DeChambeau winning the Open Championship. Do you still think that? I also had Jordan Spieth as an honorable mention. That should be known. Cool, Dave. You didn't. Which it was more. It was more towards my pick was Jordan Spieth. I was trying to do a little bit of a. Oh, I know. But if if Bryson went and won it, you'd be like, I picked Bryson. I picked Bryson. I would 100% do that. So, yeah, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Who's your pick and your honorable mention for this now? Um, that's a tough one. I'm feeling a lot of names, you know. Oh, good. Two or three honorable mentions, maybe. No, I'll I'll keep it simple with the who I think is going to win in an honorable mention. Um, I want to say 
man it's really tiger woods (laughs) no 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 no. i like i like where i I like where ryan's at with rom but that's not who i'm gonna pick but i do i do i do think he has a good shot um but i'm i'm gonna stick with jordan i'm gonna stick with jordan spieth as as winning this this bad boy and the honorable mention is Zaltoris again. Yeah, I think he's going to show up and play well, but just well, it's not, not an honorable not mention Zaltoris again. It's just that Zaltoris will play well again. That's yes, honorable yeah, mention. yeah, yes, yes. Because your honorable mention was Jordan, and now he's been upgraded to your actual pick. <laughs> been bumped. Go back whereas and listen, I, Whereas there was I, subtle, originally... there, were, there was subtle, subtle underlyings of that Jordan was my guy. I don't think it was what? subtle. It was no, you you chose Bryson, and you didn't have the gumption to choose Jordan originally, like I did. Who I picked Jordan Speed to win the Open, and I'm sticking fucking with it. <laughs> of course you are. Um, I also said in that pick that Tiger was going to be in the final pairing on Sunday too. Okay. I still I, I still think that's possible if that the condition sick. if the conditions are bad, and he's been only preparing for this. I think it's possible. If the conditions are cold, there could be issues. That's true. If it's if it's lukewarm and it's blowing, I like Tiger. <laughs> Man, not more than not more than Jordan, but I like Tiger. Did y'all see the picture of him on social media? The, I think it was Zyre Golf that posted he was out practicing for the Open and he didn't have his leg sleeve on. I love that he's out practicing for the Open, like in Jupiter, well, Florida. <laughs> no, I think he was like. I, it looked the picture looked like he was over that he, way. He actually had medalists pull those a couple of holes and make them look. Yeah. Like, he made them make the road hole. He had them make <laughs> just different yeah. iconic holes of the old course. Like I need. I saw the picture, holes. Ryan. It, where it. his leg is, there's not much le- right leg there at all. Like, well, it just looks deformed a little bit. He doesn't have any calf muscles at all in that picture. But it's not. It's like a normal length. But it yeah. looks a little jagged, no, and there's a little scar tissue, and it might not be as much muscle as it once was. Yeah. And, dude, it clearly shows. Like, there's times where he's stepping, and it looks like he fucking rolls his ankle, and he's like, whoa! Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, dude, he's clearly not 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, of course he's not 100%. He flew a car off a cliff. <laughs> he was in the most gnarly leg surgery. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's not gonna ever be 100 percent the crazy thing is tiger doesn't need to be 100 percent yeah he won the masters not at 100 percent. the guy's a fucking phenom he's a legend and he's gonna be in the sunday final pairing with jordan Dude, it's gonna be sick. the world will go crazy if that's the case if it's speed and tiger i'm here for it 100 percent. i've got a flyer right now uh jordan and tiger final pairing sunday and then rory backdoor wins it <laughs> That'd be sick. Goes out is like 10 groups off the back, like is maybe like four or five shots back. He goes out and shoots like 64. Be awesome. So speaking of flyers, I have one that I want to get on the record. We need to book this immediately. Um, US Open next. No, you close. Um, Phil Mickelson to miss the cut. His next five events straight. Maybe we can <laughs> that have cuts. That. The U.S. Open is at the L.A. Country Club next year. Mm-hmm. Max Homa's home course. 
I bet we can get stupid odds right now. I think we lock that in. Max Homa to win the U.S. Open next year. I'm calling it. It's on the record. And we Book should it. bet it. Book it. We're going to try. The flight. Book the flight. I'm there. Are you paying for it? I'm there. No, I meant let's book the odds because I bet he's. Yeah, book the flight. I'm there. <laughs> Just for you. Appreciate that. NetJets on app. I'm pulling it up. Ooh, we'll be there. Flying us private. I'm like definitely that. take that up. Then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I've got. I'm tapped. With I'm tapped. Yeah, I think we. I think we wrapped it up pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, congrats to Fitzy. What a cool story. Um, glad you got a win on U.S. soil. Glad it was a major. Um, like I said at the top, I'm not like a huge Fitzy guy, but I've seen what he's been doing, and I like it. I, I like his game. Um, I think, you know, this might be a big, big uh, weight lifted off of off of his shoulders. So, who knows what 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 uh what might come from the boy Fitzpatrick? But congrats to him. Thanks to anyone that's still listening, and uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. See you later, Clint. <laughs> later, Clint. Peace.